Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups.
Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE show. Tonight is our recap of Survivor 41, which took place last night. Um, pretty good episode. Uh, had a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's like advantage overload now. It's hard to even keep up with how many, what they mean, when they can use them. I mean, it's, you know, it's like when we thought we got rid of those different islands that Jeff loved, we thought, okay, we're going to tone down all those advantages and get back to playing some Survivor. And then they come out with even more advantages. Um, So... I mean, I know it's hard for the Survivor Loyalist to watch because it's like you can play your ass off, but if you don't get one of them advantages, you're screwed. So I guess if you go out there now, your goal is, number one, find advantages, number two, get to the end so um we did play the disclaimer twice tonight for a reason it's probably going to be a controversial episode tonight um and, and we'll get into that pretty soon um steve these advantages have you figured them all out and who has them and when they can be used and when they can't be used and who can't do what and who can do what I mean it's very hard to you know keep track of because we found we found out obviously we know that Xander has the idol the uh the three way idol uh one part of it. Brad had found the second one and he also found that was only the first of God knows what, five hundred advantages that he found last night. Uh I believe it was was it Sydney from Lubu who found the uh go on the boat or or risk your yep. vote advantage, yes. I think it was. So mm-hmm. I have, I have to look for a couple of other ones too because there's quite a few. Uh quite quite a few. I have to I have to go through my notes. I'm probably missing uh we did have the extra vote from J D who now, technically, it belongs to Shan, which 
like you said last night, may be one of the biggest mistakes that a contestant may possibly make in Survivor history to freely and willingly give up an advantage like an extra vote. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, we saw we saw what Shan did with uh, Brad, who she was close to after she found out all of the advantages he had. And now it's like, okay, I found out you were lying and you had this advantage the whole time. So, hey, give it to me and we'll be cool. Who believes that? Who buys that? Well, if you're dumb enough uh, to do it... I mean, she's playing her game. She's playing her game, and if they're dumb enough to do it, then that's on them. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I mean, (laughs) who does that? Who does that? Go Shan. I mean, he's just a number with her now. You know, when they, when, you know, if, if, if they reach merge, he's still, I guess he's still entitled to her. He has to stick with her or she can blow his game up by telling everybody. So, um, How I mean the biggest the, the big mistake in all of it was how did he end up letting it be seen under his shorts? Hide that stuff somewhere. Yeah, go dig a hole. Go 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 dig a hole by a tree at camp and bury it. it you know, Jim, I th- I think. I think part of it has to do with what we kind of talked about last week is the fact that they're dealing with probably some of the, some of the harshest, well, I shouldn't say harshest conditions in terms of weather, but harshest conditions in terms of actual limitations. Uh, You know, the fact that the food is scarce this season and we, we've already seen a trend in the first two episodes of, you know, survivors already starting to lose it mentally, and it's only been three episodes now. I think that could have potential. With him being such a super fan, you would think JD would have had the wherewithal to know to hide something like that. So something tells me that it may have been a mental error on his part that he had no idea that it was sticking out. Well, obviously he didn't, or it wouldn't have been sticking out. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Um, now, uh, real quick, real quick, Jim, just to let you know who we have here with us. Uh, we have JB, we have Reggie, we have Melissa, and I think this is Eddie. Eddie, are you are you also on the line? I am. Okay, hey, so Eddie. I, we're off. We're off to a good start. We're off to a good start. Um, I 
I mean, all right. You still got the three tribes. They have to know merge is coming soon. So stop worrying about a swap, a tribe swap. Worry about what's going to happen if you merge. Who do you have? Are you tight? All the all these other trips that that players took on a boat and they connected and talked. What kind of alliances were made there? None. Who might be close from there? Um, surely they have to be thinking about that right now, don't they, uh, Melissa? Well, they should. Well, they should be, but they're not. Now, in the last uh, couple of episodes, we saw um, they took advantage of that getting away from everybody else going to make their decisions or whatever. Um, so I can see somewhat of um, alliances going on there, potentially. But last night, um, Brad's gone. Jan does not trust Tiffany, and Tiffany, Tiffany does not trust Jan. So I'm thinking that's going to change eventually. But right now, it looks like they might be out for each other come merge time. That's just my opinion. What what do you think, Reggie? What what do you think after watching last night? I was only half listening. I'm trying to finish up documentation, but I wanted to start. I think that... um, that I can't think of the guy's name, but he was, sometimes I think your brain don't work after you've been out there for a while, and I think he just shoved it down his pants, and he thought it was covered and didn't think twice about it. You know, sometimes you get all nervous or whatever. I know I do sometimes. My brain combusts or something, and so I, I don't feel he meant to do it, but when he was caught, he was screwed. Uh Steve, Steve, I got a question for you. We always see these survivors. Yep. When they when when they find an advantage or something on the parchment paper, they always stick it down the front of their pants, right? Yep. Usually. Or in their pocket. Or they uh, or they if, stick it. Uh, all right. Sometimes okay. they, sometimes right. they do stick it on the side. Well, okay. The front. Mostly, sometimes the side. Yep. I'm just gonna tell you, if it's me well, out why there, didn't he bury find, it? if it's me out there and I find it, and I'm gonna keep it on myself and not bury it, it's gonna be down my ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. <laughs> I'm hey, sorry, I mean, that anything, just struck me. Anything, 
Anything I mean, I mean, is, is that site, you know? is that is that dumb thinking? If you put it down your ass crack, who's no. going to be looking I mean, there? If it's anything to keep it out of the line of sight, you know. Of course. Yeah, but course, wait a when minute. They, when they end up recovering, when they end up recovering uh, that piece of paper, potentially uh, production, hey. they'll have to disinfect it, of course. But. But. <laughs> wait a minute. But, if you didn't it, wear underwear, that, it would fall out. But if that's you, who cares? If it's you, who cares? I mean, but JB, if he doesn't what do wear you, underwear. JB, what do you think about that? It gets exposed in the front and the side. Hide it down the back. And even and even if a little bit of paper shows, uh, you know, out of your ass crack, it's like, uh, well, you know, gra- grab that piece and grab that piece of paper and uh, you know see what it says for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you want to see what this is, come get it. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's okay, maybe some of the wheel. ladies would like to have done that. Come do the smell test. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also, uh, I believe, we also, uh, we also have Austin joining us on the line. I believe. What's up, Austin? Hello there. Hey, I've always wanted I, to know, how do you pronounce your last name? Um, it's Buse, so it's like B-U-S-T. Um, a lot of people it, uh, like, pronounce it wrong, so it, I've heard like, at least 20 different uh, pronunciations, but it's Well, well it, it's actually pretty simple, Austin. It's Bu. Everyone can say Bu, and then everyone Bew? can say is it's Buist. Buist. Uh, no, it, it's a. That's because like I've heard that before too, and it's just it's just one syllable. So just Buist, not the not the it's, not it, the hard eye there. <laughs> okay, silent eye. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. All right, let's mm-hmm. so let's go over this again because I want to get it right. Yeah. So, no. So, all right. So, without the spelling and the syllables and all, the the pronounce, you know, just pronounce it. Uh, Buist. Buist. Yep. Buist. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it, it's it's like Buse. one. It it it's one word. One word. Yeah, it's right. broken down. It, it's it, not. It's always. I've always found that so funny how it's like a really short last name, but almost nobody can get on the first try. So that's that's one of it's my claims buced. to fame. I find. <laughs> yeah. Buced. It's buced. Mm-hmm. All right, we got it. It's buced. We got it. Perfect. It's buced. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. Eddie. Got, we we got that all out of the way. All right, Eddie. <laughs> Perfect. Eddie. Talk to me a little bit about the edits last night. Did anything stand out to you? Well, it was all over the place. I mean, uh, it. I think they're uh, trying to confuse us. Uh, it's all over the place. Uh, who they spotlighted, 
uh, how they edited JDR or JD, whatever his name is, uh, you know, uh, they really made him look like a fool. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, but, but all the but stuff Eddie, on tip. But Eddie, Eddie, back back to uh, JD's edit, and it matches what what Brad said on the exit interviews today. Yeah. At final tribal counts, I'm, it's tribal. He wasn't worried. He knew he was safe. He wasn't worried. Brad said on his interviews that he was the one actually worried because heading into tribal, J.D. wasn't worried. He was cool. And he said if J.D. was worried, he's the type of guy he would have blew the hell up out of tribal. And he knew when J.D. sat there being so cool and talking about Survivor, Brad said he knew my ass is in trouble. And yeah, and they and they led you they led you all night long down the road that he was leaving and it's like Stephen Fishbox said on Twitter. They are making this so obvious he's leaving, it has to be Brad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean they're they're accenting Shan uh her her a lot. I mean, her gameplay. They really put that out there, you know. So uh, they're putting all these threads. They're showing a lot of. I mean, even how they it, they edited Tiffany last night. Uh, it was just. It was just, you know, what are they setting us up for? We're being set up. Uh, obviously the. The women seem to have it in control. Uh, the more you watch it, you go, it, you wonder they're going to be a lot more gameplay with the women the way they're showing in the edit so far. Uh, you know, we're not seeing anything of Heather hardly. Uh, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they're starting to show Sydney. So, uh, you know, that means I guess she's leaving soon. Um you know, you wonder. It was just a. It was all over the place. I mean, I've only watched it once. I had a real busy day today, but it was. It just seemed like Jim to me. It was just. It was all over. Steve, you too. What do y'all think? I mean, it. It was. It was so scattered. They're either setting us up for a bunch of different storylines coming, or, you know, they're just trying to throw us. I hope to believe well, they're one, setting us up for thing. different storylines. One thing that I think is happening, Eddie, is they're concentrating more each week on less players and showing us their edits, and they're totally neglecting certain players each week. But that don't mean there's nothing coming from those players. You may see a lot of it next week from them. So you know, I think that's one of the differences is they're going 
real heavy on certain players during a week and then ignoring others that are totally totally safe and they'll get back to them. So I think right now, Eddie, if you're not seeing something on someone, it's probably a good sign for them. The thing that just really confused me, though, was the fact that, you know, usually when, and and this, this shows just exactly how much the editing style has changed, because normally when they show somebody getting an advantage, if they, if they show somebody getting an advantage and, you know, in Brad's case, he ended up getting multiple advantages, usually it's played out, it means that, they, you know, they have more story down the road. Like, either either they're going to blow playing that advantage or, you know, something's going to end up happening to where the advantage works in their favor. But with Brad getting all those advantages last night, I mean, I guess it, I guess it sort of spelled out that, you know, with him having all this power and us being shown that he can't keep his mouth shut uh, in last week's episode, that maybe perhaps it might backfire, you know, that he would, he would spill the beans again. But I don't, it just seems so weird that uh, they're showing, they're making such a big deal out of him finding those two, those advantages. And, they basically go to waste. Like, what happens now? Does Steve, the don't you think so? They play? did that to accentuate Shan's gameplay. I mean, exactly. She's in every scene yeah. with him. She's, I think exactly. they, they did that to show how she's going to do it to other people. That she's going to be a big well, snake this season. I have a question, exa- though. Exactly. And if you listen to Brad's interviews today. He said there was so much else going on earlier at camp. He he said JD was like a son to him, and how they bonded. He he talked about all kinds of things that they did not air, they did not show, and he said I was getting disappointed because why aren't they showing any of this? And he said, mm-hmm. then I realized, okay, tonight is full of me, and I'm leaving. That's how they do things. I have a question. Okay. Okay. Raise your hand. Okay, so <laughs> the, shared, <laughs> the shared immunity, the shared immunity, we know Xander has it. Or we know Xander has it, and we know that Brad had it. Okay? So what happens to that? Does that mean that Xander and whoever finds it on the on the blue team do not have a vote for the rest of the season? How are they going to figure no. that out? No, no. I can tell you that does not happen. I, I know for a fact Xander gets his vote back. I think what happens is, and I'm not positive on this. All I, I am positive that Alexander gets his vote back, but I'm not positive on how this happens. I think they rehide it, but 
keep in mind, merge is very, very close. And a lot of these advantages and crap end at merge. Okay. Huh. But I know I know Alexander gets his vote back. I know that happens. Okay. So All right. I I think what survivors always done is they rehide but there's only so many days they're out there, twenty six total. There's not gonna be that much time before there's another challenge. And another tribal, and trying to find whatever they rehid. So I think what's going to happen is that little twist is going to go away. So. I mean, it, it kind of okay. makes sense because because of the fact that so far through three episodes, I think they were expecting it to go down a lot quicker, that people would find it a lot quicker, as opposed and you know get this stuff essentially uh, activated. And the fact that that hasn't happened yet, assuming that maybe perhaps those do expire potentially at the merge, I don't think we should probably expect uh, it to potentially be found at all, specifically on yeah. the Lulu side. Yeah. And and that, that would basically cancel out the other two people, and they would be back to normal. You know, they, you know, what they have would be back to normal. Now, whether they share the information with other players after merge, that's another thing. Too bad they don't have Survivor after hours. Well, the thing about it, the thing about it is Brad's gone. So at merge, he can't share with everybody else. Hey, Alexander had that advantage because I can quote you the line he was supposed to say because Brad's gone and well, nobody knows. on the nobody on the third tribe found it so it it clears Xander nobody will know unless he tells somebody and I don't see him doing that well Jeannie knows but uh Pretty much what we all what we what what was said last week was you know don't expect Jeannie to be to be uh, there for the long haul. So they probably still they still wouldn't even know, uh, you know even with Jeannie knowing. So you know she's pretty much uh, right under the uh, right under the microscope here uh, moving forward. Jeannie. Yeah, the uh Brad's uh Brad's uh remaining ally on on uh Ula. Oh, oh, okay. Alright, yeah. Alright. And Brad did say in his exit interviews today he should have 
given Genie one of his advantages to have moving forward, and he had so much other stuff he was thinking about, he did not even think about it. Yeah. It probably would have helped. Yeah, really. Uh, it would have it, it, it definitely helped Jeannie. It would have definitely helped her. Because after merge, she's she's on the clock. Yep. You know, when I can't, is the I can't believe that merge be? is already... At 12 people, I think. Oh, 11 okay. people. 11 merge people. is supposed to... like 11... Merge is, supposed or 12. To happen, merge is supposed to happen after five boots. I can't believe it's uh, it's already been, I mean, hell, next week will be the fifth boot. I can't believe, like, that may be the earliest merge that we will ever have in Survivor history. Well, I mean, it's only 26 days, so you got to move fast. True. And and the thing about it is, what you have to look at next week, if merge is going to happen after five boots, is it going to be a player being the fifth boot other than Sydney, And then somehow Sydney um, tears her MCL, and... The merge actually becomes after six players have left. Or is it just five players gone? Sydney is either the fifth boot or she's still around and she wasn't a medevac. I mean, it would be pretty hard to stay out there with a torn MCL, but then again, we saw what uh, we saw what Abby was able to do. Yeah, Abby did it, and she tore she tore hers on day one. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Eddie, following the edit like you do, that that is probably why Sydney is starting to get the spike in the edit. Something's fixed to happen with her. Yep. Well, that or she was getting the edit because she found the advantage. So, I don't know. I like how she well, is on always, Twitter. She's always dark toned. Every time they show like her, how, she's got dark tones. You wonder. I like. I like how Sydney is on Twitter because, um, you know, all the survivors have their fans and they have their haters. I love how Sydney retweets all of what her haters tell her. 
she just throws it back in their face like, yeah, okay, tell me what you want to, but I'm going to retweet it. You know, and and I, I told her last night, I said, you know, that's cool because it only pisses them off more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Well, I like Sydney. I just, you know, it's, I just thought it was interesting that it is. She, if you notice, every time they have her, she's always dark. Uh, you know, foreboding the way they're editing her. Um, so you wonder that, yeah, like you're saying, something's got to happen. Uh, yeah, I, I like her. I don't dislike her. I don't really, you know, we're being shown what they want to show us. So we really can't right. judge all of them that much at all because we don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe in one case we know a little more if you keep up with my Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, in that case, Jim, could you just start private messaging me because I don't have Twitter? <laughs> I mean, it won't take y'all that much time. Well, are you are you in Survivor Whispers premiere? Yes. There's a thread in there with a lot of what happened on Twitter. Um, what thread is with, that? Uh, with me and a castmate and I'll his followers it. and my followers and... Um, I'll because, have to find it. All right, and Eddie, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up to you because you're 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 an edit guy. You're an edit guy. Earlier this season, Jeff asked about the "Come on, guys" comment, and nobody said anything. And then they show back up for a challenge, and Ricard says, "Hey, Jeff." About what you ask on Come On In Guys. And he gives his opinion, and that saying, that phrase is squashed from 40 seasons of Survivor. So. Last night, there was a scene with Ricard and Shan and J.D. J.D.'s trying to explain to him what's going on with him and to please trust him. But J.D. uses the phrase, which included... The word guys, referring to Ricard and Shan. So I did a tweet. I did a tweet and said the two things out of this scene is, number one, yeah, you blew it because of how you lied. And number two, why didn't Ricard say anything about you using the word guys. 
Ricard saw that somehow, and he does a tweet out today with his explanation, and it's pretty much bullshit. And I read so all that. Got, I did read that. All right, he's got his followers liking comments, and some of them comment, and then my followers get their words in, and so that was the whole thing. It's like, and I asked the question in Survivor Whispers. His answer was, Ricard's answer was, it was because the person using it, meaning Jeff, was someone in power. And I don't judge my everyday friends. So it's like, okay, everyone can use the N-word, but the only ones that get judged and criticized are people people that are in power. Yeah. So how do you want it? Do you want to do away with that? Or do you want to just use it to get on TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got caught with his pants down. That's why. <laughs> now he's trying to come up with excuses. Oops, they caught me trying to get some airtime. Yeah, I mean, if if, if he was fully behind that, he would have come back in that scene and said, dude, why are you using the term guys after I told Jeff that's not cool? And everyone would have respected that. But he just ignored it. He ignored it. And now he says, I don't judge everyone, my friends. It's people in power. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, now, I, uh, yeah, people now to in me, power. Now, yeah, to, me, to, me, to me, that's stupid. To me, that's stupid. <laughs> Basically, translation <laughs> for that was, I know it's going to get on TV, so me talking to Jeff directly, you know, I know me talking to Jeff directly is going to get on TV, more than likely. Yeah. And with the exactly. current, like, sort and sort of like sort of like how we dealt with on Big Brother this season with the current climate of you know how the world views certain uh, or not not exactly the world but how the United States views certain topics currently it would be you know a huge deal for right. you know for uh, not just uh, not just ratings but also airtime Right and good and press and for I CBS. and I and I I kept it clean, I kept it clean. I let his people click like or tweet what they wanted to. I let my people click like, tweet what they wanted to. I was just going to ignore it, but then he had some assholes that I just couldn't ignore, so. I went into old gym mode. 
and <laughs> no. And and I ripped a few asses. <laughs> yeah, uh, even retweeted a couple of them too. <laughs> yeah. So, Eddie, what do you think about all that? I mean, your thoughts because you're you're you're, get me a, in you're trouble. a gay man. That's male. what I think. Uh, Eddie, I mean, come on now. I'm coming to you because you're a gay male, and your thoughts on this whole thing, how it played out. I told you from the start what I thought. I told you I thought it was ridiculous. I think they're they're pushing all these agendas. I mean, I don't know how many letters do I have to have behind my name now that I'm gay. (laughs) Fuck, I'm sick of it. (laughs) I mean, I'm getting confused with all the letters. You know, what? And, uh, again, like I said before, I took up for all sorts of rights in San Francisco, but it's gotten out there. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. either gay or you're straight or you're an idiot. I don't know what you call it. You know, <laughs> I'm so tired of all the titles. I'm so tired of it. I mean, it's a game. It's Survivor. He's doing what he can to get what attention he can. We know he's got alliances coming out of his ass. We're not showing all that yet, you know. It's uh, he's he's playing he's playing hard and he's playing for sensationalism and he's playing to get his name out there. And God bless him. I wish him all the best. But really, we fought. I was when we were fighting for gay rights and all. It wasn't all this fucking bullshit. Right. You know, it, it's all become well, the, bullshit. The, the, the Eddie, Eddie. The difference is. When you were doing that, it was sincere from your heart and how you felt. It wasn't for a damn TV show. Yeah. And, you know, getting even to that, I mean, I lived in in New Orleans. I had a 12-piece band. I I played with some of the greats in, in, in New Orleans, you know, and they were all black. They were all my friends. And they talk around, call each other the N-word coming and going, but say, Eddie, you can't call us that, but we can call each other it. Now, all of a sudden, gay people are saying, you can call me X, Y, or Z, but damn, don't call me LDJ or something else. I mean, it's getting confusing. I'm too old for all this bullshit. (laughs) Eddie, tell us how you really feel, baby. Don't hold back. I'm gonna get in trouble saying hey. what I feel. Hey, Eddie don't hold back. He don't give I mean, a shit. Well, Eddie don't I, I did civil rights. I, I did. I lived through the gay movements and all of it. It's just gotten out there. There's so much separatism and everything. People are creating separatism instead of trying to come together, and it's ridiculous. Right. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely. But but the Absolutely. thing is, Eddie. The thing is, Eddie, some of them are claiming to want to come together, but they're promoting separatism. So, yep. It gives them attention. It gives them identity. It gives them yep. bullshit. You know, right. and, 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 and I'm probably like, going to get like in trouble one, for all of this. Who knows? It's like one of the tweets I did today after all of this happened. I said, look. Uh, you know, I understand you're trying to be the villain. You're trying to be the ass clown because you want to get ass back. But the truth is, there's a long line for that that is way in front of you. 
That's what true. am I missing here? Because in all honesty, what have we seen the guy do? What's he done? He's been a snippy little bitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm probably going to get in trouble for that, too. Oh, my God. I'm loving this. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm going to have to remember that, you snippy little bitch, you. That is good. You might be, Eddie, you might be right. Eddie, you might be right because I promoted this podcast tonight out there, and he, he, I would not doubt if he was not listening. <laughs> and I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm setting myself up as a gay guy for people to come attack me with you asking me this stuff. But I can cover my ass because I was there when it all started. I was right. there promoting in San Francisco. I was there promoting black rights in Mississippi. I mean, hell, my, my father had a black night club. And I, I, was, I lived it. I'm not talking Amen. about it. I actually lived it. So Amen. when they give me all their fucking bullshit, I just get tired of it. I was right. there. Yeah. You weren't even born. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, right. he wants to get mad and, at me. And when you I see really it, wish there caused no bad feelings at all. I just think he's taking it a little too far. When you see it play out like this on TV... And he steps forward to be in front of everyone. I have the stage. Everyone's looking at me, and I'm going to tell the host of Survivor for 40 seasons, yeah, I don't like it. And he changes it, and then I go back to camp, and I hear a tribe mate use the same phrase, and I don't say anything about it. To me, he is so full of shit, he's got brown eyes to prove it. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, you know, it's interesting, all of it. It's, uh, you get, you know, if he would have said, said something, I want to see what it all means, Jim. Like, but, yeah, you asked me about the end, and I saw all these things out there. They're setting us up for all sorts of storylines. If he would have said something during that conversation, I'd respect him. But he didn't. He let it go. And mm-hmm. then his tweet, his tweet was bullshit. He said he made that statement because Jeff was someone in power, and he don't judge everyone else. I call that that's ass kissing myself. That's horse he was shit. kissing Jeff's ass. Yeah, that's yeah, crap. That's horse shit. That's that's horse. I wonder if it's Tony Brown. You know, if if I if I hate if I hate shrimp, and then I get asked from other people about shrimp, and I'm like, and everyone's loving it, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool, I, yeah, shrimp's good. That's bullshit, and that's what he did. What he did was bullshit, and. I'm not sure if the show didn't edit it to show it to make people question it. Uh, you, I think you're right on it, Jim. With that, I think you're right on it. I think they're uh, again. We're we're they have shown us so many different aspects of edit this time. I mean, there's nothing clear cut. We can't judge the edit as we usually could and find things out. 
as you pointed out, because the things I saw right off the bat, you told me no. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole new edit. The thing Steve has called, you know, we're all seeing it's a different edit. It's a fast-playing game. We don't know what's going to come, and they're showing us, they're setting us up. We are being set up with the women, obviously. I mean, that's what I keep seeing. This is going to be a lot more with the women that's it. But uh, I know yeah, I've heard. Well, you probably need you probably need to pay attention to Erica, Tiffany, Heather, um, players like that. And um, if you like how Shan's playing, hang in there with her because she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna cause some more crap. Um, whether you, here's the thing here's the thing with Shan, and I told everybody on Twitter last night. When 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 Brad was trusting her and JD was, tr- I kept telling, do not trust Shan. And I, that wasn't a knock from me. She's playing the game. She's playing hard. She's playing the game. Now, mm-hmm. eventually, will it catch up to her? Probably. But she's one of the most enticing players to watch so far this season. Yeah, I like her. Oh, I like her too. I like her too. I mean, Me too. I, 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 I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if she was the biggest villain ever. I still like her. I like how she is. I yeah. like her personality. I mean, I like speaking of. I like, I like the person. I like her. I like her. Speaking of, I hope that Tiffany takes a turn because right now she just looks like an absolute bitch. I'm sorry. That's well, my opinion. She, she did. She did pretty good on the rope, didn't she? Well, well, I'm not talking just, about uh, her. Like at the bar. I'm not talking about her she competition just, proudness. I'm talking about her sniffiness. Are you going to be safe or are you going to play Survivor? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, keep, Jim, like, keep in mind she did. She did look like she did look like me at the bar last night. <laughs> on the ropes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> well, that's how you would be, Steve. Yeah. I yeah, mean, just yeah. Str- just struggling to get just struggling to keep my balance. Well, I'd be Steve, I Steve, I, Steve, I think we have a raucous uh, crew tonight. But Jim, you know, yeah. even the way they yeah, edited probably. Tiffany last night. If you look at her edit, I mean, they are setting us up for Tiffany coming and going. Every week it's something different how they show her. Yeah. But they keep showing her. Mm-hmm. I know she goes far. I, I, I would go as far to say I think she probably wins. But um, right now... I just hope she does something that's going to make me actually like her. Because <laughs> right now I don't. 
kind of like nails on a okay. chalkboard. Well, don't don't uh. count it. Don't. I mean, um, I understand what you're saying about Tiffany. I totally get that. But don't count Erica out. And I know we didn't see her much, but they'll come back to her. I thought she was one of the ones that didn't go very far. Erica. I don't know. Which which one's Erica? She's the um a, she's the Asian. I, I love She's one of the she's one of the younger Asian Which girls. one? Which I one? She's on Lu She's on Lulu. She's on Lulu. Yeah. Um she's with yeah. Heather, Deshaun, Danny, Sydney and Nasir. And they're all still intact. Um, you yeah, UA, Sarah, Sarah's gone. General. On UA, Sarah's gone. Um, JD is in trouble. Brad's gone. Ricardo will not win. Um, Thank God what's that. The gr- what's the girl's <laughs> name from the grocery store? Jeannie. Jeannie? Jeannie. Yeah. Jeannie won't win. Shan Shan is out of this whole cast. Shan is the player that they may would ask to play again. Really? Yeah. On on Yase, um, Eric's out. Xander's gonna do really good. Evie fans love her, but she's not gonna win. Tiffany, she's way not done yet and Liana is is gonna do okay. She's gonna do good. So Well um, I will say that I don't know if you've noticed over the past forty one seasons but there's been uh players that have been uh villains but likable. It's kinda like you love to hate them but then you get some that are just total a-holes. Right. I agree with that. You you have some villains that you like what they're doing and you pull for them, and then there are some that you think maybe they're going too far, and it's mostly due to how they talk in their confessionals, you know? If they're arrogant, and that asshole, you don't like them. If they're explaining what they're trying to do and hoping that nobody hates them for it, you can go along with it. Well, I would say, because I know you kind of uh, inferred to this uh, before, but since the last female to win was Sarah in 2017, I would like to see a female win this season. Okay, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that you, you you did that well. I'll give it to you. You did that well. Um. But I would you, have every, every everyone everyone you do know there's a fire challenge coming late late in the game at final four, so Oh like there always is, yeah. So you gotta you gotta consider that. Who could start a fire if they get that far and maybe who couldn't. Because that would throw them into the final three. I don't know. I mean, I'm probably in the minority here, but in some ways, I would say it's done the fire challenge for the final three or final two way back in the yeah. I'm 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 not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. Oh, of you're that. not. No, yeah. I know a lot of people are because they think, well, hey, that takes the numbers away. But to me, you worked on those numbers all season, and now we get this far, and you're taking the numbers away, and you're throwing it up to chance with a damn fire. Yeah. Well, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I I could see pros and cons of that. Like, for example, I'd be curious for the most recent season to see if uh, Tony still would have made it to the final three if they didn't do a fire challenge. Or if they would have voted him out. I don't well, know. they would have gone to rocks. They would have gone to rocks probably because there's no way that Sarah would have voted against him. There's no way that he would have voted against Sarah unless he were to resort to his, uh, you know, to his Kagayan ways, which would have basically uh, – Taken, uh, taken away the entire one of the big reason or one of the big themes of his season, which was to make things up to Sarah for how he treated yeah. Tagayan. And no way uh, Michelle would have voted against Natalie. I'm just well, glad either way. Michelle, Michelle and Sarah kind of knew each other going in and I sort of know that for a fact (laughs) and you saw what played out but it's not like they're buddy buddy or anything after all of that. Yeah. But, but for that uh, particular I'm... but for that particular season they played together. But going back to this season, it is see I don't know. I mean I guess I never really paid attention before. 
But now that they're not saying, come on in, guys, and they made a big deal about the whole thing, it seems weird. That he doesn't say it. He just says, come on in. Well, like I said, I think they made such a big deal out of it because they planned it for ratings. Absolutely. When I when I finally watched that episode, I asked you about it the next week. It was like, that was so scripted, I could not get over it. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of like, I mean, it just, in general, like, pick your battles. Yeah, I mean, I'm out there playing Survivor. I'm a fan of the show. I know I know the catchphrases. I know what Jeff's going to say. I've loved this show forever. Why do I want to stand up and be the one person that says, no, change this shit? I do have I mean, one thing to say. I do have one thing to say about that. And that is if you would go back and watch that uh when he you know, when he said that, uh Jeff said, I'm glad you brought that up because that right there tells me that he was going to change that phrase himself. Jeff was. But he didn't have to do this the way they did it. Right. He could have just but I have it. a, I, I just have a feeling that he was going to do it even though uh, Ricard, you know, brought it up. I think he was going to, uh, I think Jeff was going to bring it up himself. <clears throat> It's just the way I, you know, it's just the way I think, and it's just the way Jeff was, just the way the words Jeff was using after Ricard said, you know, I think we ought to, you know, after, uh, you know, all this and everything like that, and I got all my uh, wits about me and everything, I think we ought to change that. And he said, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I think, uh, you know, there needs to be change and everything. And I thought, you know what? I think Jeff was about to say something at that challenge, before that challenge, and he was going to tell them, I'm not going to come out and say, come on in, guys. I'm just going to come on. I'm just going to tell you, come on in. Well, it's just... It's just the way Jeff was, uh, it's the way Jeff was talking at them, or at Ricard, at that that challenge at the moment. Jeff initiated it. He's the one that brought it up. And that's what makes me think the show was using this for ratings with 
with their most diverse cast ever. Yeah. You know, you you add those things together, and Survivor's Mm -hmm. trying to say, much like Big Brother was trying to say, we are diverse. And um, nobody picked up on it, but somehow, after a day or two, Ricard comes forward and says, Hey, Jeff, about what you said. And who knows? I, I, like, who that. Knows? I like that. You brought, brought that up. Who knows? Maybe they planted the thought in his mind because he was a a gay player. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, one that we'll never, we won't know. <laughs> but to me, the whole thing wasn't needed. Exactly. Nobody cared. Nobody cared yeah. about, come on in, guys. Nobody gave a rat's ass. The problem is like, is that both CBS, both CBS and Survivor were struggling for good for good press, especially after what happened in Island of the Idols with Dan Spilo and the whole sexual harassment, you know, crap that we ended up seeing. Which, you know, if if you end up receiving bad press and they, you know, they had to go through the whole Me Too fiasco as well which, you know, saw uh, uh, Les Moonves stripped of it, or not stripped, but uh, it it saw him step down as the head of CBS. So CBS went through all this change, and they probably told Survivor and Big Brother as well this season, look for any possible way to get us good press because we are starving for it. But the only problem with that was Survivor. The only problem with that was Survivor is they picked a phrase that's been used for 40 seasons that is a staple of the show that really doesn't offend anybody. Is, I mean, Eddie. One person. Eddie, does Eddie it does it offend person. you? Eddie, has it Not ever offended all. you when Jeff said, "Come on in, guys"? Not at all. Now, if he said, "Come on in, girls," I would have jumped all over his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But I mean, we had we had this big debate in Survivor Whispers about this. We had ex-Survivor players chiming in. Some of them agreeing it needed to change. Most of them saying it's bullshit. This is crazy. What are we doing? Um, it it is probably the only thing in the last ten years Russell Hans and I have agreed on. <laughs> the problem is, Jim. That that is it only that takes... in itself 
that in itself should tell you something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah really. You know, the, pro- the problem, the problem is, it only takes one person to be offended for them yeah. to all of a sudden have to take action. That's the problem. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. But that's nowadays. Crazy. But that's crazy. You have six, eight million viewers. One person don't like it, and you change. What about everybody else? Well, because the thing is, once you plant that one seed, say one person gets pissed off, that soon, uh, give it time, it festers to more and more and more people getting pissed off over the uh, over the subject at hand. I think people well, need to learn how to put on their big boy pants and stop acting like Agreed. little sissies. I agree, Eddie. I agree. I and if so I, if I had, it all. It, and and I know that Jeff had to do what the network wanted, but if I'm Jeff, after I've already asked once and nobody had an issue, nobody had a problem, now we show up at a challenge. And the only gay guy here has an issue with it. I mean, if that's me, I'm going to say, okay, so why the hell you wait three days to tell me this shit? Are you wanting camera time? What What the fuck? What, what do you want? Are you serious? Because you could have told me this two days ago. Yeah, really. They're playing the ratings. It's the, you know, I I was I complained about it from the initial thing that CBS needs to get their fingers out of their ass and stop doing this shit. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I shouldn't have such foul language, but everybody. I'm really tired of it. I'm tired of all the separatism. I'm tired of our everyone creating more and more diversion. So that there can't right. be any unity. I'm tired of it. I'm just sick right. of it. I agree, Eddie. Let's just get back to Survivor. Can we just get back to Survivor? Yeah, without all the the letters behind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> oh no, Eddie's oh. probably going to jump my ass now. I don't know how many letters she's got. <laughs> and the I, I, you, he, see, it, we, you, they, you know, <laughs> the heck with those uh, pronouns. Oh, speaking of which. I don't, I don't, that's I don't, why I started I don't watching Australian Survivor. You know, it's just Survivor. It's not all the bullshit. Right. Well, speaking right. of all that, uh, my husband told me at his work they're actually going to have on their name tag. Uh-oh. He, him, she, her, <laughs> they, what, them, <laughs> what they want to be identified as. Oh, and this oh my is God. a military base. No it's ridiculous. Getting crazy. And I, it's just ridiculous. It's just and totally I even ridiculous. Saw, and I even saw a barista at Starbucks recently with... Uh, they, them, on the name tag. 
And I was just like, really? People, Mm. your customers at Starbucks are not going to give you a second thought once they get their coffee and leave. (laughs) No, you know, the problem is, is um, they don't, they want to update or they want to revamp what, how, what things are called, right? So a person says, well, I don't identify as a man or a woman. My pronouns are they and them. Why don't you just say I'm bisexual? I will fall in love with a a white woman, or I'll fall in love with a woman, or I'll fall in love with a man. And that's just like polyamorous. That's the same thing as being bisexual. I just don't get it. It just well, kind of maybe, maybe, us. maybe I'm wrong for this. And Eddie, mm-hmm. if I am, tell me I am. But my thoughts on all of this is I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're trans. I don't care if you're bisexual. But I don't need you preaching it to me publicly every day and telling me that you are, if I know you are, and sending pictures of who you're with, cuddling up with. I mean... That's no different. I mean, people get sick of seeing regular couples do that. They don't care to see all that crap, you know. It's online. I mean, that's your personal life. JJ and I have never done that. We have never, we have never thrown pictures out there, and and we don't do that. We're very private. Um, and for those who aren't. God bless you, and and it's fine. But when you're in minorities like you are, and you just want to keep on and on and on, and you're going to post this picture today and that picture tomorrow and the next picture this day, we get it. We get it. We know you're gay. Or we know you're trans. You don't have to prove it to us anymore. It's okay. We we we. I mean, my God, it's gotten so far out there. We we accept it. And Frankie Grande from Big Brother is one of the worst. (laughs) I mean, Frankie, we know you're gay. (laughs) You have a guy. You're happy. God bless both of you. But you don't have to show us every day falling all over each other in pictures. We don't care. Well, some some of them might be just attention seekers too, you know, that, and that's why they yeah they continue. And Eddie, Eddie yeah, I hope a that doesn't attention seekers. Eddie, Eddie I really really hope. Eddie, I really, really hope that opinion does not offend you. Uh, Jim, you because... don't offend me at all. I tell you if you did. Not at all. Okay. I, you're you're, yeah. you're all like right. a brother. 
you know. Okay. I see all I, you guys I, I, as I, like family. Eddie, I as believe far as you because Frankie I think, I, I think, in fact, I know if I was off base, Eddie would tell me, Jim, you fucked that up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Oh, well. definitely. <laughs> If Eddie told me that, if Eddie told me that, I would know I probably fucked that up. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't you Frankie not. Grande, Frankie Grande is looking for attention. He's an attention whore. He's looking for. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that word. That's bad. I am so sorry about that. That just He's kind of like attention out of thing. my mouth. He's an attention thing there. It's it's fixed. Yeah, and he 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 seeks attention. It, he, the word the word ugh. is attention whore. Yeah, can I see? <laughs> well, I, I think said that the and then immediately regretted it. <laughs> but yeah, and I think that's, that's what one of the reasons why uh, uh, Derek F didn't point out who who uh, his dad was, because he's like, I didn't want to be another Frankie Grande. Well, that's completely different, uh, there's, though. There's that's not even a comparison fame. there. That's not even a comparison. That's comparing fame to uh, whatever the topic we were discussing, um, gender or or identity, whatever whatever it was. You know, that's that's oh, yeah. Can you compare so look what it did to Adam and what's-his-name and... Uh, and uh, American Idol. He should have won it that season. But when it came out he was gay, he didn't win it. Yeah, that sucks. He really And he was it. an unbelievable performer. He still is. Yes, I mean, he was. And the guy doesn't go around flaunting it. He doesn't go around throwing it in people's faces. In fact, he wrote, what do you want from me? He wrote a, wrote a song about it. Uh-huh. And he did a really good job on the remake of American Idol. Well, I mean, at American Idol. My bad. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it has gone too far. I agree with you, Jim, totally. It's just too far. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're playing off it. Yeah, and Eddie, the thing is, it it kind of offends people that are decent people. And they are fair. They are equal. They're not biased. But they get to a point where they're tired of a show or a network shoving it down their throats. And yeah. and trying to, make, trying to make it an issue when it shouldn't be. Yeah. Now, I hope nobody's offended by my pictures on my Facebook... I was very in love with my husband, and he died, you know. But he's, I have pictures of him and I together, and every moment of my life I miss him. And I would never right. take those pictures down, and if somebody said so, I'd tell them to go fuck themselves. Right. But that's different. I'm not but, trying but to Eddie, make money off But, Eddie, Eddie, that's honest. That's real. There's a track history of it. You didn't do it for attention. You did it out of love. That's that right. Was it. And I will say, Eddie, that I do like, on a personal note, I do like the pictures of you and your husband. <laughs> oh, they well, were, uh, oh my God, they were, they were, oh, great looking fact, couple. Great. 
if my husband wasn't, if my husband wasn't so camera shy, I'd probably be posting pictures too. <laughs> well, I mean, bad late in life for us to find each other, then getting get ripped away from me. You know, we were we were meant to be together. And I, I don't. I'm very right. thank God for every moment I had, and I thank God for all of y'all when I went through it. And putting up with right. me crying, and, and y'all, y'all, so Survivor kept me going. You know, you guys did. How long uh, were yeah. you married? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, and Eddie, Eddie, I still remember those nights where Ron told you, even even though he wasn't feeling well, he told you to come on to here with in. us and escape a little bit and have some fun. He did. Yep, he did. He, did. he thought it yep. was funny as hell. But he enjoyed every minute. How long were you and Ron married, Daddy? Fourteen years. Thought, was it that long, really? Yeah, it was fourteen oh. years. Oh, but Same I, that, I didn't think. I didn't think it was that long. That's longer than me and JJ. <laughs> well, but when you Ooh. finally meet, that I hope person, I hope we know, get that far. <laughs> Oh, I think so. I don't see there'll be any problem why you wouldn't. Yeah, my husband and I have been married 22 years, and together we'll be 31 in uh, December. Yeah. Well, I I think um, that's beautiful. I so miss that. You know that 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 just familiarism you have with somebody you love in the house with you, and, and just that right. Not even have to say anything, you know. To I miss that. I miss that very much. Right. Yeah, and but Jim, I gotta ask you. I mean, do you agree with me that they're setting us up for showing us a lot more women doing things on Survivor this season? I agree with you, Eddie. I agree with you. Okay. I one hundred percent agree with you. That's and what I, I and keep I think in the edit. I think I think if a guy makes it into the final three, he's going to be one of those players that we all remember get, that that got no votes. Yeah. So I yep. yes I agree I I totally agree with you Eddie totally agree. I still think so. I hope people way. listen to this podcast, Jim. I hope it gets out there. So people, and I mean, it's time for this world to come together. It's time for not all this separatism and sensationalism. It's time for us to start acting as Americans, acting as as people that care about each other, not a fucking title. You know, gay, straight, black, white, Chinese, purple. Heaven forbid we're going to have somebody come out and say purple is the new race. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. (laughs) It's time for us to start seeing we're Americans, we're fellow beings on this earth, and it's time that we come together, not all this bullshit. I know sometimes I feel that we should be called the divided states of America instead of the United States. It's scary. But, you know, let's hope it's like something gives birth. It's got to be real painful before change comes forth. Let's pray, God, that the world's shifting. Now, your, your, your Hindu leaders and avatars are saying that we're getting ready to go into an amazing age. 
that, but, you know, it doesn't look it right now with what the world's facing. But they're saying we're going into an age where there's going to be harmony. Uh, let's pray that's what happens. Let's pray that they can get together like we do on these podcasts and put everything aside and just have a good time. Yeah, you know, that's, you know? that's the... You know, that's 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 something that needs to be pointed out. And, Eddie, you, you were saying you hope people hear this, and Steve can recite them all off where where this podcast goes. I, I don't even keep up with it anymore. I know it's, yep. it's on four or five sites, iTunes yep. and all that crap. But, yeah, we got, we got um, iTunes. We got iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Blog Talk Radio and Amazon Music, as well as Facebook, Twitter, but yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, but, but we the, haven't. But the thing I don't is, think Eddie, we have our. You're, you're right. People hear it, and you may not think you're influencing someone with your opinion. Or your thoughts, but if you're putting it out there, like most of our callers do, because our callers don't just throw a comment out there without reasoning behind it. If if um, if our callers are putting information out there with their thoughts and stuff, it resonates to whoever listens. And I, I'll give you an example, Eddie. I got, and, and Melissa and Steve can verify this, because I got a message from someone that I've never heard on a podcast last week after our podcast. No, nope, but, she's, but she's in the live chats. Yeah, but she was sending me a message to let me know she agreed with my thoughts about that caller named Joe, who we got rid of. <laughs> and I never knew she even listened. And that's the thing about it. It's the same way in the groups. I can look at the analytics at a posting and there may be two replies, but then I see there were 75 views, and it's like people are there. They're watching. They're reading. They're listening. Everyone just is not comfortable speaking out or posting. They would rather the way, lurk. Speak, they would rather lurk and watch. And you way, have speak, to keep that in a, mind when when you do what we do. Speaking of those who uh, who join us on here, uh, we are now joined by Kansas. Hey, Hi, Kansas. Kansas. Hi, Kansas. Hi, Kansas. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you tonight? I'm just fine. How are you? I'm doing I good. I'll tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be listening to the, what I missed because it sounds like you guys were having a really good conversation. I missed yeah, a lot yeah, of what yeah. you were talking we, about. Kansas, a... I was just getting ready to tell Jim. I was like, we haven't heard from our girl Kansas yet. 
I yeah, totally lost track night. of time. We, I always call in later you know, for Survivor Kansas, shows, but I didn't even realize how late it was. Kansas, I was sitting here thinking, okay, Kansas usually gives me 15, 20 minutes to get started. Oh, longer than in. that. I usually but, give like but, 40, at least 45 minutes, I'll guess. Before she usually. logs in, and I'm like, okay, where the hell is she now? I know. <laughs> I didn't realize what time. I just totally lost track of time. I've been tinkering around my home, and I just totally, totally lost track of time. Well, that's okay, Kansas. I got home from work. No, uh, your topic of conversation sounded really interesting. Eddie was talking. And well, I'm dying to hear like what y'all were it's, talking it's, about. It sounded so good. We, we had we had a we had a very in, we've had a very interesting conversation. Of course we talked Survivor and who's gonna do what and this and that. But we also went into social issues. Yeah, I love players, those, yeah. And and all of this crap about doing away with the uh, come on in guys. And then there was a sort of a battle on Twitter today between Ricard and myself because Why? I saw a there was? Well, I, I saw a scene last night with him and Shan listening to JD, and JD says something like, I mean, I'm telling you the truth, guys. And Ricard doesn't say anything about that, but he tells Jeff he's offended by the term guys. So I brought it up on Twitter, and Ricard didn't like it. Oh, for heaven's sakes. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. That's just ridiculous. Well, that's kind of what I was telling, uh, saying earlier, Kansas. A lot of this crap, you have to pick your battle. And, you know, I... I... Unreal. <laughs> I mean, I have... I have lived my life being fair, equal. I don't care if you're black, white, Asian... I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're male, female. I don't care if you're gay, straight, trans. None of that crap matters to me. And it does offend me if I think a show is promoting something that never even needed to be talked about. It's just so stupid. You know, to kind of go in with uh, what you're saying, Jim, there's only one thing I care about, and that's how you treat me and how you treat people I care about. Right. Well, the thing is, with what's going on in the world anymore, there's so much more to be worried about and upset about than than, than the term guys. I mean, that's something that I'd use all the time. I was always calling into the shows and saying, hey, guys, how are y'all? I've always done that. Guys to me right. or men, women, whatever included. It's just like saying y'all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's so stupid. Exactly. There's so much more and, in the world Kansas, right now 
that's so scary okay. and upsetting and, and things to be mad about and worried about than, than that stupid oh. shit. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and right? Kansas, that's why, Kansas, that's one of, one of the reasons why Eddie's been so focused tonight, other than us talking about the editing and stuff, is I go to him about stuff like that. And I know if I'm out of line, Eddie will tell me, Jim, you screwed that up. And and I go to Eddie, and he's like, Jim, I'm sick of this too. And so I'm okay with how I feel about it because I have a friend I trust that would tell me if I was wrong, and he's okay. Yeah. But who's wrong to use the term guys? It's ridiculous. <laughs> and and I do agree I with it. you. What Jeff Probst never ever should have even have put that on the show. To even and put that right. on the show is just so stupid. It didn't and happen. The other I mean, thing, it, he was probably it, 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 other than doing that. Discarded. <laughs> Here's the other we thing. We don't Kansas. know what CBS made him do. Yeah, it's the ridiculous. other thing is the other thing is, if they were going to do it, they knew what was going to happen. They knew what road they were going down. They That's knew what shame. was going to happen. And and it, means no, it means nothing. They come it's on just guys. so silly. They come on guys. All, it, all, it, did, all it did was offend, all it did was offend the majority of the loyal Survivor fans who have watched for 40 seasons, and that's an iconic catchphrase from Jeff. Yeah. The only ones, the only ones that liked it, are people that wanted to say, "Oh, well, this got to be changed." Blah 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 blah. You know. I mean, it be to me the get rid of the come on guys. It's like getting rid of what you talk about, Willis. I just don't have the feeling that's exactly the same. But <laughs> I guess it'll be. All right. How Kansas, funny. Kansas, let, Kansas, let me, Kansas, let me explain you the tweet that I put out that Ricard did not like and jumped on. Um, my tweet said, and it mentioned the scene from last night where J.D. was talking to him and Shan, and he used the phrase, you guys, and Ricard never said anything Didn't about care. it. Didn't care, exactly. He never said anything about it. So I brought the point up as, why? Why did you bring it up with Jeff and all these fans? And now, when J.D. uses it, you don't say nothing. And here was his dumbass answer. 
dumbass answer. He said he brought it up with Jeff because Jeff was someone in power. And he didn't judge everyone else. So, in Ricard's mind, if you want to use the N-word, it's okay. As long as you're not someone in power. If you're in power, it's wrong. That's ridiculous. Now, how stupid is that? How stupid of a reply was that? Ricard, if you're listening, because I hear you're part of this survivor group, but just from (laughs) a longtime fan, Ricard, it's a shame because you're such a good-looking man. Why are you so screwed up inside, my man? Seriously. (laughs) Get some help. You are a good-looking man, and it's too bad you don't have those looks inside because you're looking so stupid right now, dude. You have a lot going for you, please. You have a nice life from what you told us about. You're married. You're happily married. You have children. Come on, dude. Seriously. Get but with I mean, it. I mean, Kansas. Kansas that's I hope like you hear if I come me. On, please, Ricard, Kansas, listen that, to me. Kansas, that's <laughs> like if I come on here with all of you in a podcast and I support something like that, and then I go in whispers and I... Talk. I, I ignore it, and I won't say anything about it. I mean, that's BS. That's BS. Or do you think that maybe he's pulling this mess just to bring attention to himself? Well, Absolutely. I brought that up. On we don't know Kansas. how much CBS had their nose in this. We don't know if they Kansas. manipulated him into doing it or not. Yeah, Kansas, that's true, I brought Eddie. that up on a tweet. That's true. Kansas I, brought, Kansas, I brought that up on a tweet. I said, if you're trying to be the huge villain just so you can come back and play again, there's a huge-ass line in front of you. Yeah. That's a shame. So. Well. People will do a lot for their 10 minutes of fame, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, maybe, because it's so ridiculous. It just makes you feel like, he, is he doing this just to bring attention to himself? You know, he doesn't feel this way at all. He's just trying to find some kind of controversy, you know, to make himself stand out in some way. Yeah, and the thing Which about is a shame it, he had like... His storyline made, at the very beginning... His storyline stood out to me, and I thought, wow, you know, what a cool guy. You know, oh, I hope he does well. The very first time I saw him, and he was talking about, you know, his marriage and his children, how they adopted and how important his family is to him, and he'd really like to get money. And I thought, wow, you know, and and he's nice to look. You know me, he's good to look at. This is a wonderful, you know, oh, I like him. You know, this is a nice, this sounds like a really cool guy. I, I was a fan. I was a fan, and he's in Survivor Whispers. So, um, why have you heard me, well, Ricard? Come on, I, seriously. I don't think he adopted. You know, the one thing we all got to remember is these guys. It's a different season. They haven't eaten. They they are going without fire. 
we're seeing seven days of people being put through things they did not expect to be put through. I mean, right. we got to take that into account of everything. Yeah, they might. We might not like what's being done, but if we were there in seven days, no food, no fire, how would we respond and how would we act? So I have to say your team might just not be thinking clearly. Well, yeah. The only thing, the only thing about that, Eddie, is I may, I may act in different ways, but it wouldn't change my morals. I don't think it would change mine either. But when people go out there that haven't done the work on themselves, you know, and they're put in a social uh, group of people and they're having to respond and there's no food and no water, their their crap's going to come up. Their emotional stuff's going to come up, and they're gonna they're gonna you're gonna see it, and we're seeing it. I um, honestly think I honestly think what came up after Jeff brought it up the first time and nobody said anything and everyone went back to their camps, I think Ricard thought, hmm, hmm, we go to this challenge. I can bring it up. I'm going to get camera time. I'm going to get attention. Yeah, that's what I was saying, too. I wonder if he's doing this just to bring attention to himself because Because it doesn't make sense. Because keep in, keep in mind, too, Propes, usually right before the challenge, he always asks survivors some questions as well. So right. it, would be a prime, it would be a prime opportunity to bring that, to bring that back up. And the whole thing yeah. of Propes going, the whole thing of Propes going, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. It's just a load of crap. You know, it seemed like it was. Uh, I mean, I can't even way, understand why Jeff would take that. You know, be so wor- you know upset about it that he said he said that. It's like, what did you say? The word guy. Because he's a company man. Because he's a company man. It he's makes a no company sense. Man and he's. This is clearly probably something that CBS told them. Look, at some point this season, and I said this earlier, at some point this season. You're gonna have to discuss some of the certain parts of of Survivor that may not be inclusive to everybody. Yeah, and this being one of the minor things. Has anybody ever heard this before? Because this is new to me. Has anybody ever heard the word "guys" being used in a derogatory manner? No. Um, Kansas, Kansas, I can tell you when I posted about this in Whispers a couple of weeks ago, there were people that took both sides. There were some oh, there people were? that said, well, that, well, there were a few people that, that took the side that it needs to be changed and blah, blah, blah. But the majority of the people were like, what the hell is going on with yeah, this? Yeah, I, I mean, this I don't understand crazy. it. It makes no sense to me. I've never heard it before. I've never heard any. Yeah. I, I can't even understand why it's a bad word to use. It, it just—it's crazy. I mean, there were so many, so many I don't examples. It. There were so many examples posted by people in whispers. It was crazy. We had we had women posting that on a night they were going out with their girlfriends 
they would text them and say, are you guys ready to go? Are you guys yes, ready to meet I'm, up? Yes, I talk like that all the time. And and it would be all about girls. Guys, when I say, hey, how, how are you guys doing, to me that's everybody. It's not singled out as a man or a woman. Guys are just guys. Just like you said before, hey, y'all, same thing. Guys, y'all. That's what it means to me. Yeah. I can't. I mean, it just—it doesn't make any sense to myself, at least, seeing it in any other way. It's just is crazy. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I saw both sides of it on Twitter today. So. <laughs> it's just—I don't um, know. Whatever you can get for it, controversy, I guess. I don't know. Whatever's going to start a war, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't have enough problems in this world. Trump could be our president and, again. Uh, that, and, now, and, that and, scares and, me, y'all, okay? That, well, to me, I mean, is horrifying. Listen to, listen, I'll, 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 give, I'll give you an example of a, a anti-tweet to my thought and one that supports him. This is this is what I got. Ricard is a joy to watch. Trolls they're calling me a troll after I've done all I've done with Survivor. Trolls will continue to troll. If you have enough time to actively track a game show contestants semantics to prove some anti-liberal point and tweet about it, I highly recommend therapy, sex, or a hike. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Jim, which one are you going to pick, baby? You tell us. I'm fixing to tweet him back. I'm fixing to tweet him back. And you're going to tell him what? I cannot wait. I'm going to say... I am picking sex. <laughs> and then, and there's here's one from someone who was supporting me, tweeting Ricard saying, "Why wait? You didn't speak up at first. Besides, that's been a word since day one on Survivor." Play your game and leave it be. Nobody else had issues with it. Or just flat out get over yourself. Yeah. That's well said, Teresa. I mean, mean, the thing, thing, I mean, I I get survivor fans. They get locked in on somebody. They don't give a shit what they do or say. They're going to defend it. I mean, Ricard could pull a knife and stab somebody, and his fans would say, ooh, ooh, what a good thrust. Wow. Yeah. No, I think I think the whole thing with him is it's just a power trip. I really do. I don't worry about it. It don't, oh, it don't they bother would me. Still criticize him. They, would still, they would still criticize the thrust, though, saying it should have been deeper. Okay, y'all, on that happy note, I gotta go. I gotta work tomorrow. (laughs) Bye, Reggie.
not happy. Anyway, I'll talk to you all later. <laughs> bye bye. Bye, Ray. Goodbye. Well, it's my let's, uh, let's get let's get Austin back on here. Let's get Austin yeah. back on here with his thoughts about <laughs> let's 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 delve into Eddie's area about the edit, Austin. And mm-hmm. your thoughts about the edit. What what are they leading us for? Or are they just 100% misleading us? What do you think? Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think with the edit um, on last episode, like, they were, like, as it was discussed earlier, like, they were, they're definitely pushing to, to show you, like, uh, how... JD was screwing up like Brad he had his his own kind of screw ups like he was he was all over the place you always saw him like uh, finding advantages or um, just like, coming up with his crazy schemes um, so it is it is kind of like um, hard to say sometimes where where like it's trying to um, it's trying to just keep you guessing and like, uh, but like if if they show so much of a person like they did with Brad last episode, honestly, it could end up being a bad thing. So okay, um, we are approaching. The last hour. Cut off time before we go OT, aren't we, Steve? We are indeed. We have about let me take a look at four the minutes. clock. About four about a little under five minutes left to go. So uh anybody right. is, yet uh, that is, still hasn't is, joined us. Is uh, who's out in the chat room? Uh, Tim, Tim is, uh, the only one remaining in the chat room. Austin was in there earlier, but, uh, yeah, Tim, it might be time to pull out a Tim Deeney, uh, at some point here <laughs> before you get, uh, I can never get before... into the chat room. Tim, I think Tim prides himself on how long he can wait but yet still make it on for that final hour. <laughs> yeah, but it also screws it also screws him up sometimes too because he waits too long and doesn't even end up making the call. Right, right. Yeah. Just just call in right now. Yeah. Just do that. Pretty yeah, simple. Just call in right now. Just huh? just Tim, Tim, just do it right now, and don't worry about it. Yeah, problem solved. All right, Steve, Steve, I'm going to turn it over to you for about three to five minutes because I got to run and handle some family stuff. All righty. Okay. Well... Well, you know, uh, I actually asked earlier in the chat room 
what Tim and Austin had thought about the uh, the 500 or give or take a couple uh, advantages that have been handed out so far. Uh, Austin, you already you already mentioned on the podcast what you thought, but uh, Tim thought that it was actually too many advantages to be to be handed out especially for this early in the game almost as if they don't trust the cast to actually make good television which i guess you can see both sides to it maybe it's because they want survivor to become more unpredictable you know in terms of when you think about it, some of these advantages that they've put out there, usually in Survivor or in the old version of Survivor, there wouldn't be really a risk to the advantages. You get the advantage, you know, you pretty much don't have to risk a thing. Now mm-hmm. we're basically seeing pretty much each advantage that comes out here, uh, you know, you're essentially risking your vote which it's it's pretty much a catch-22 on both ends when you think about it. So, I mean, I can kind of see both sides where some people think it's good for the series and other people like, uh, like Tim or also Michael Doyle, who I uh, spoke to, I think it was yesterday, uh, he said he said the same exact thing, you know, the fact that it just doesn't he's already tuned out of the show after the third episode here. And it's because it doesn't feel like actual survivor to him because of all the changes that have been made. What do you got what do you guys think? Is the you know, is the true game still there or does it feel like, is it beginning to feel like less like Survivor and more like Advantage Palooza, basically? Advantage Palooza. (laughs) I agree. What I thought this season... Yeah, it's getting a little too crazy. Go ahead. What I thought this season, because the fact that they dropped the fact that they were going to just call it Survivor 41. I kind of thought they were going to take a step back, maybe ease up on the twist, but it almost seems like they've done the opposite of that. And, uh, like, every every episode there's a new twist, and you have to just keep on jotting down, okay, Deshaun has the extra vote, Xander has an extra vote, and it's like, so what's, what's going to be next? And, like, who can use what when? And, like, why couldn't Brad use any of his advantages? Like, he had a boat steal that he couldn't use. Where could he have used? So it's, it's going to get too, like, so many strings together, they're going to just gonna get all tangled up. And it's, the, more that, the more that they introduce, it's, uh, the messier it's going to get. One thing I'm curious of is now that Brad was voted out, how they're going to do the uh, broccoli and the butterfly <laughs> being dead relatives? Well, they'll probably just switch. They'll probably rehide the. We I think we just we uh, brought this up uh, before you called in tonight, Teresa. 
they're probably going to rehide the idol and rehide the clue for uh, for Ua or UA, however we want to however we want to say it. Uh, they're probably going to rehide that, but we don't know the expiration date. It's possible that the expiration date on that is potentially the merge. So it may not even come into play to begin with because there would have to be, you know, somebody would have to find it or both actually uh, somebody from Luvu and somebody from Uo would have to find their respective portions of the idol this upcoming week. And all three would then have to say their phrases essentially. Otherwise uh, what Jim uh, said might happen is maybe they'll just throw it out and that will basically nullify uh, Xander losing his vote and he'll end up getting his vote back. Because without, you know, without being able to have uh, it, it say that this twist expires at the merge, it would be kind of, it would be pretty unfair you know to have somebody lose their vote for basically the entire rest of the game because nobody else was able to find the other parts of the idol before uh before the expiration date or expiration day i guess you can say so yeah we i don't think it's really been explicitly stated i don't think when it expires so it could be merge it could be uh well actually i think that would make sense that it would be merged because of the fact that somebody from a member of each tribe has to have their portion in order for it to be activated yep dave uh there's something we haven't talked about yet is with all these different idle play coming in how is this is going to affect further down in tribal council how's this going to affect the game how's this going to take a player who's really played his ass off or her ass off and all of a sudden all this different idol play comes in or is it even going to come in play uh that's one thing none of us have really discussed yet how's this going to play out in the further council that's true because uh you know with all these advantages seemingly in play this year uh, where it, it seems like pretty much more than one person can have the same exact advantage, you know, we could end up having another Sari, uh, another Sari uh, example where yeah. somebody is, is automatically, where somebody is automatically voted out because they're the only person left that can be able to receive a vote. Who knows? Yeah, that's the one thing we need to find out. Where's Jim? <laughs> I, I am here. <laughs> I, I, I am here. Um, don't worry a whole lot about that. Oh, good. Well, I found a 40-year-old bottle of Armanac, and I think I'm going to have a fix. Once they make merge, a lot of things change. 
And, yeah, they're still going to mess with it with advantages and stuff, but not as crazy as it was pre-merge. So, and I've I've already told you, Xander gets his vote back. So that yeah. should tell you so, what's going to happen with with that little advantage at merge. It's going to go bye bye. Yeah, so, so, so either either the other two tribes find their portion this next episode, or it becomes invalid once they merge. Basically, yeah. So, now, there will there will be advantages. There will be advantages. I'm not saying there won't. I've already told you that Xander's going to be with somebody who has an advantage, and he's going to either directly tell them how to screw it up or indirectly tell them how to screw it up, but it's going to be screwed up. So, there's still going to be advantages and stuff, but not as wild and crazy as pre-merge. Yeah, I think I posted last night uh can we uh can we have uh can we see some more uh idols <laughs> something like that <laughs> did Tim make it on nope he actually just sent me no. a screen cap of he had uh apparently called right at eleven o'clock apparently he doesn't get that. <laughs> It has to be before eleven that you call. Well, him. you know, you know, we warned him. We warned him at five minutes till. So he's a little Philadelphia dumbass. <laughs> and I and I and I even told him to uh, call in then too. I said call in right now, and then you don't have, then you don't have to worry about calling in at the last minute. Yeah. So, I have oh. I have no pity. I have no pity. Someone trying to get in at the last damn ten seconds when you had five minutes to get in. So, go to bed. Yep. And Jim won't even, uh, you know. Tuck you in. I either. told him too. I told him too. I th- wait. Tuck him in. Yeah. What? I mean, I mean, honestly, honestly, everyone on here, you get warned at five minutes before you need to get on here, so you can go into the final hour, the overtime hour. Mm-hmm. And you see that, and you still wait until the final seconds and try to do it. Do you have pity for them? 
No. Nope. I mean, you had five damn minutes. <laughs> what the hell? How long does it take you to dial a number? <laughs> <laughs> One minute per number. 30 seconds, I mean, 30 seconds per number. I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of it. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm, I mean, seriously, that's bullshit. And he's a long time caller and he's a mod mm-hmm. and he can't respect the show enough to call in five minutes before so he can be on the final hour. He has to try to Dangle it like it's a game. Can I get on it the last minute? Can I do this? Fuck that shit. I'm serious. Hey, Tim, just put it in your contacts, and then you don't have to dial it. He's smart. Hell, I haven't highlighted it in my contacts. JB, he's smart enough to know that. It's something else. I don't know what it is. It's something. I don't. I don't know what it is. Something else. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe his phone gets charged per minute. Who knows? And he's trying to save those last three or four minutes. Who knows? But I'm I, I I know I'm tired of it. <laughs> so what do you guys want to talk about? You want to talk about who's leaving next? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Jeannie's leaving next. No way. Nuh-uh. Yeah. He's for a while if you want to talk about that, Jim. No, Poverty's leaving next. That's right. Poverty's leaving next. (laughs) Okay, Poverty's leaving. Cool. No, according to to JJ, Poverty wins this season. Okay. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I'm fine with that, too. Teresa, I, I like that, you, JJ. I'll go along a, with that. I, th- I think you just made JJ's shit list by by bringing up that possibility. Oh, man. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, I mean, Parvati is her player of all time, so. That's a good player. I mean, every season we start doing this and she goes into – one of the groups and post up under me. So does Parvati win? <laughs> and she's and she's not even in the cast. She's just like so does Parvati win? <laughs> Why yes. Yes she does. What is that harmonica? Does is anybody else hear that harmonica that's, in the back? Yes, yes, I'm gonna that's my is that That's you? Another okay. phone. It, it's another phone of mine. It's another phone of mine, and it's a WhatsApp for a ringtone of someone who messages me on WhatsApp, so I know it's them. 
Uh, oh, yeah, that's you know what? That's a thing that happened this week. Uh, Facebook went down for six to eight hours, and WhatsApp <laughs> and Instagram. Yeah, it, it happened the other morning, too. It's happened twice. It has? Yeah. Early in the morning the other day, it happened again, too. Oh, wow. And you know... Somebody you know, just sent me something really funny. Let me read it to you. MASH is right. owned by Fox. Fox was bought out by Disney. So does that make Klinger now a, a Disney princess? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make who a Disney princess? Klinger, you know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you guys who it is on my WhatsApp that I'm talking to like that. But I will tell you that that day Steve's talking about that Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp all went down. I was in the middle of a conversation with this person on WhatsApp, and all of a sudden they vanish, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And it's like <laughs> an hour, two hours, and I'm like, "Okay, all right, I don't know what's going on." So then I turn the laptop on and I go online, and I'm looking at Twitter, and it's like. Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram are down. And I was like, oh, my God, Jim. You did so good today <laughs> not accusing them of ignoring you <laughs> because that would look bad right now. <laughs> so I felt I felt really good about me that day that, it looked like I was being ignored, but I didn't say anything. I just left, and I went online, and I saw what was going on, and I'm like, whew, I look good now because I didn't accuse them of nothing. <laughs> yeah, Jim, Hell, I, I thought I was being censored again on Facebook. I was updating the game's gridiron, and then when I clicked save, like, literally nothing happened. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I I must have clicked save I don't know how many times, and then I get an error message. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me right now. It was really crazy because the first thing that I could bring back up was Twitter. So I was tweeting back and forth with Steve and Tim, but I was getting messages on Facebook from Evan, and I couldn't reply because Facebook wouldn't let me. It was weird. And Instagram just wouldn't come up at all, which I didn't really care about anyway, so... I've seen, I mean, I've seen I just go there. I've, I just go there to get pictures of players for the shows to post in the groups. I could care less about Instagram. But, I've seen, I've seen um, messages and posts uh, still coming up with notifications from that day today. Yeah, <laughs> and then when They're they finally did start, they finally did start bringing it back. You really weren't back. Because 
you were there and you might could read things, but you couldn't reply. You couldn't talk. So it was, it was, it was a Zuckerberg fart is what it was. Hmm. Anarchy. Yeah, I would have to say first, because I was doing it at work, and uh, I thought it was just bad internet connection. Y'all, y'all like y'all like that little ringtone. You like that little yeah. harmonica. <laughs> it sounds like something from like a Nick- Nickelodeon at night show or something. <laughs> I, I I told him whenever I hear that I smile because it sounds happy. Oh, yeah. yeah, really. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like something you'd see on Nick at night? You know, like a seven an old seventy show or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll when I when I get off here tonight, I'll tell them that 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 everyone on the because po- they know I'm doing a podcast. I'll tell them everyone on the pod kind of liked that ringtone. It sounded cool to them, and and they'll <laughs> like that. So it'll it'll go over good. So. So Steve, what um, is the gridiron for uh, sports whispers that you talk about that you do? It's basically game gridiron basically football. Ah. You don't play games gridiron? Mm-mm. Oh, my God, are you missing out? It's so much fun. You pick, so I might have to check. You pick I six games each out. week. You pick six games each week of your choice, college or pro against the spread, against the point spread, and then you have to pick the, the Monday night game. So you re- you pick seven games. And then we see how everybody does, you know, and we keep a running tally of how many games you get right. And it comes it, – Steve, it's really crazy how close it comes down to every season, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, especially with the bowl bonanza. I mean, literally the bowl bonanza can can change things on a dime. So you could be yeah, you could be say uh, where Lisa where Lisa Gardoz is right now uh, in next to last place, but if you do real well. In the bowl bonanza, you could easily be right back in the thick of things. Right. Because we call it the I mean, great it, equalizer, essentially. Yeah, you. I, well, I think you'd have a Teresa. I think you'd have a lot of fun with it. I really do. Well, it's, I will uh, say I was highly. I mean, I mean, we've done. I mean, we we do that. We do the whispers March Madness which is the NCAA basketball tournament where everyone uses my site on ESPN to make their picks on the tournament bracket. And we used to do the NASCAR thing, which we don't do now. Um, We may look at it again in the future, but it's not on the table for right now. But, but, But the football game, I mean, everyone gets into that. 
and there's a lot of bragging rights, a lot of people posting about it. Um, a lot of people watch to see if J.J.'s beaten me because everyone seems to think that's funny if she is. <laughs> and if she is beating him, then... Uh... Jim has to go to uh, Little J.J. to get picks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, everyone knows my secret. (laughs) (laughs) Little J.J. is Jim's secret. Yeah, if I start to get too far behind, I go to Little J.J. and let her make my picks. By the way, Jim wasn't a wasn't a good game one for the Red Sox. Uh, the Tampa Bay yeah, Rays saw, stole home. Yeah, after I saw after I saw the steal of home, I turned it off. Yeah, and the Dodgers beat the Cardinals last night. Good news is yeah. though the Rams pick the Rams pick is looking mighty good right now with two minutes to go. What's the score there? Twenty-three seventeen, and the Rams have the ball. Okay, that's a good thing. I might get one right there. <laughs> that was that was my lock of the week that the Rams would cover the two points. So yeah, speak, yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of football, I mean, I know y'all aren't going to care about this, but it's our homecoming week this week. Well, it's funny that you bring that up, Teresa, about homecoming, because little JJ and Jenna are up now to where they're in junior high school. I know JJ posted about this in the mods group today. Both of them made the junior high homecoming court. So, J.J. is going out and buying all kind of expensive clothes and shoes and crap just to watch me walk both of them on the field. Aw. So, dress up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this week has been uh Wizard of Oz theme. So it's like Monday was crazy socks and crazy hair day. Tuesday was uh superhero day. Yesterday you could wear your favorite jer- uh sports jersey, your favorite uh T V show or your favorite movie. T-shirt, and then of course today was picture day, so you had to dress nice. And then tomorrow, you wear the school colors. Yeah, I don't think there's any way I can get out of wearing a coat and tie for this. <laughs> um, I will try, but I don't think I'm going to be very successful. And I do know that the way they have it planned, you know, um, it's always the father that walks 
the girl out and with us having two the way they're going to do it is one on each arm. So just ran the tucks. Yeah, they're going to they're going to walk them both out at the same time with me one on each arm. Well, one thing, uh, if you think that's bad, wait till you have to walk them down the aisle. <laughs> I told oh, JJ. Oh, man, don't I, even, don't I, even I told, bring that I, up. <laughs> I, I told JJ, I said, you realize we're just in junior high right now. What if this mm-hmm. continues all the way up to senior high and we get to where they're both seniors? What if one of them has to win and the other one doesn't? And she told me that I worry about too much stuff. So are they twins? <laughs> uh, no, they're not. They're not twin. Well, I guess you could say they are. It's not biological, but it's by the calendar that they were born in the same year. Okay, so uh, they're in the same grade, but born. Exactly, exactly. They're in the same grade. They're in the same grade. And they're they're cheerleaders, and, I mean, we're into all of it. We go to the games on Friday night. That's why we don't do the pods for Survivor on Friday night, because we're busy. Um but I was just be. trying to warn JJ if we get all the way up to when they're seniors and both of them are still like they are now, one is going to win and one's not. And she told me I worry about too much crap. <laughs> you have four to five years to worry about that. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Well, I'll tell you what, recently I had a first grader already tell me not to touch his paper because he didn't want it smelling like a girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) He didn't didn't want, and I'm going to use a word... I know some people will know, but some won't. He didn't want no cooties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it, so- it sounds like a lot of people understood that word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah really. What, there are some, some of the students I work with, because I work with special needs students, there are some of them that it's like... <laughs> I wish I could clone and take one home with me. And then there's some that I feel are going to be the death of me. <laughs> right. Well. Yeah, we had, uh, as far as, like, the school, 
um, we sent we sent them to a private school that's about twenty twenty five miles away from where we live, and there's a private school right here, right here where we live, that Christopher went to when he was in school, um, but with COVID and everything going on and how the schools were handling it. We felt better about them going there. And then a couple of weeks ago, what happened was um, their school played the local school here. And they beat them really bad. I mean, it was 36 to 6. It was like 30 to 6 at halftime. It was bad, bad, bad. And J.J. was telling me all night, don't be hollering so loud. These people live around us. Don't, you know, because there were people from our town there pulling for for that school. And she kept telling me, just tone it, tone it down. Don't, you know. And so I go to concession stand at halftime. And I see this guy that I know, and I know his kids go to the school there where we live, and I ask him, um, what time did you guys think the game started? Because obviously they don't know. And J.J.'s like, would you please shut up? <laughs> well, I know uh, I went. The last football game I went to was a homecoming game of my senior year of high school, which is in 1988. And uh, I left because it was like 48 to nothing at halftime. So I left at halftime, and I happened to have the assistant coach, my business law teacher, and somebody. Just happened to ask how the game went Friday night, and they're like, uh, "Oh, they played like a bunch of effing girls." Oh my god! But he actually said the word. Yeah, and the thing was, we get we get you know we get our nachos and 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 cokes, and we get back up in the stand, and JJ looks at me, and she's like, "You do know." that we live around these people, right? The ones that you're making fun of, we live around them. I'm like, do you think I care? And she's like, obviously no. (laughs) Well, well, uh, Jim, if uh, your egg was housed that night, we'll know why. <laughs> oh, we, we 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 go we go all out for Halloween. We decorate real big. We put a a whole lot around the house, a whole lot outside. We we give out a lot. So um, I don't think we're going to have a Halloween problem. But. Um, back to Survivor, 
I don't really see what she did. As, I don't really see what she did as evil last night. I'm, I'm teasing. Had, I'm teasing. Okay, she had two choices, you know, and I'm not saying that she's wrong for doing what she did. You know, oh, I it may bothered have done her because at thing. the end she was very upset about it. You could see this wasn't well, something I mean, that, she, that, that she was choice, pleased with herself you, in doing. She was crying. Yeah, she was you, very upset about it. Right. If I know she feels guilt choice, with it. If you got that choice, you're close to two players, and you got to make a choice. Yeah, I can understand that. But she's not done. She's gonna get some more people. <laughs> She's a player. I've already yeah, said, out of this whole cast, if anyone were to get asked back, it would probably be mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. She's a player. She's yep. a player. Well, I know you kind of said she probably won't be in the final three, but hopefully she'll go pretty far. She deserves yeah, to. Yeah, she, she, she's going to go far. She'll go far. And she's not done. She's not done with her moves. But eventually, it could catch up to her. See, I can tell you my pastor out here would watch this, and he would say, it's going to come back and bite her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. Yes, indeed, he would. Because his feelings, and you know, that sometimes money's the root of all evils. And, and, and to his mind, that's not godly. Kansas, your pastor would be pretty wise. <laughs> he would never. My pastor would never, ever, ever in a million years, or his sons, go on Survivor. <laughs> Never. That's where it's a little. That's where it throws me. The pastor and the and the survivor player just kind of hmm, you know. Oxymoron. Yeah. I, 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 hey, <laughs> hey, I'm a fan. I I love her. I do. Oh, I I I. She's one of my favorites. I just wish I wish the pastor wasn't attached to it right now. That's all. Look, I love her to death. And I tell everyone on Twitter, every game night, don't trust her. Don't trust her. That's the but thing, and you want to trust. Thank I, you. You want to trust your pastor, don't you? This yeah, is where but, it's hard for me with the pastor and the player. The player, yeah. The player, I'm digging it. The pastor part, that kind of is a little ugh, to me. It's just a little icky. <laughs> Okay, what? Kansas. Kansas. One of the things that hurt me in the uh, Survivor's Whispers game was uh, one one player asked me if her name had come, was coming up among people, I guess, to try to get rid of, and I said yes. Because I didn't want to lie. Did that come back to bite you, or 
Yep. It did. That's a shame. I'd have a hard, Teresa, I'd have a hard time with that, too, to be honest. I'd be in the same situation as you. Teresa. Yeah. How did that work out? Did that player leave, or did they flip it around and, and you ended up leaving? Well, neither or, but it kind it uh when it came to because the one quit the game, the one who was actually her name was coming up, she eventually just quit. But then when it came to like the uh, whatever that thing is called, the chain or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you got eliminated on the chain. The same yeah. night that uh, the same night that I should have been eliminated on the chain until it was revealed that it was only one person going. So who who Teresa? Who was it? Who was Joella? It? Oh, I wouldn't trust nothing she says. Oh, I, I miss her so much. I love. I would I would not trust a damn thing she said. Oh. She tried to stab she tried to stab me in the back one season. But I got her. This is true. This is true. Cuz it was like cuz Jamie told me that they were thinking of Joella to get rid of. And then Joella threw me under the bus in uh tribal council. Oh. Well, I can tell you, Jamie would have liked to see Joella leave, but she didn't have the votes to do it. So, but I, miss I her. will also I will also tell you that in the Whispers game, Joella is a player you do not trust. But I guess in your game, that's a good thing, though, Jim. That makes you a good player, I guess. Well, not really, because what normally works are numbers, loyalty, and timing. So normally those betrayals don't work in a Whispers game. Okay. What normally works are... The numbers and alliances that you made. And I will say this, Jim, since we are talking about this, she's the one that pressured me into blocking you that time. Well, that, yeah, that makes sense. And she probably did, she probably, well, I'm not going there. I'm I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, it's in the past. Even though I knew it was wrong, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm not going there. What's in the past at this point? We are long long past that. 
Yeah, you, you did good. Teresa, you good to, Teresa, you did good taking some time to figure things out. And I, I, I mean, you know I was patient with you and I supported you. Well, I appreciate that. So, See, I wasn't a Jay- part of any of that stuff. I just knew her from, you know, the different shows and stuff. Yeah. And that's how I got to well, know her. And I were... Just, there were a couple others that I've heard you talk about since then that you didn't really care about too much. Oh, I can, oh yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. There were several I didn't care about, but there, I, I can tell you the, the the three that I really, really liked the most were Joella, Susan, and. Um, Oh gosh, why can't I think of her name? It starts with an R. She's beautiful blue eyes. Hmm. Oh, what's her name? Steve, do you know? I think it starts with an R. Why can't I think of her name? Beginning with an R? Ryan? No. Oh, what's her name? I'm I'm, I'm all wrong now. It's going to take me a while. But I'm Susan, Joella, and, and one more. She had beautiful blue eyes. Yeah, but I was thinking more about the ones you talked about you didn't like. Oh, there were several I didn't like. Several <laughs> that I don't miss. Yeah, and 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 honestly, Kansas. Um, Not a lot. There were a couple. I can't say several. Well, I'll say I, a couple. I know, but there honestly, were a couple after I can think of. honestly after it's come up, I've had talked with Steve, and I'm like, "Did you see that coming?" He's like, "No," and I'm like. I had no idea that she felt that way. <laughs> well, you knew I felt that way about the one that left before well, all of that mess. Than, there were more than one left. The, there I, was, there, there, do, it's him and two others that. Do you want Kansas? That, that, want that, I'm, not, that, that I'm not. That I'm not sad or gone. I can't Kansas, think of anybody else. Want, it was just three. It was just three of them actually. Kansas. Kansas, do you want me to tell you the one I was really surprised at? Yeah. Cheryl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because Cheryl was a backstabber, and that te- and that st- and that went back to that um that whole thing with Shady. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's why. But right. I'm not the first but one. That... I'm not the only one that she's done that to. She's talked smack okay. on people, and they've come. They came on the show, and she'd be like, "Oh hi, how are you?" And I thought, "Geez, <laughs> I'm serious." But, but I, I'm being honest. That one surprised me, and I went to Steve and I said, "Did you see that coming?" He's like, "No." She ta- I was. I never was nasty to her. She's an older woman. I know you weren't. I was and, never and nasty to her, but I, I it was one of those. I think that's okay. I'll, I, I would think forget that's it. Why it was such. <laughs> I think that's why it was such a surprise. Mm-hmm. So, Well, if you're anyway. going to talk smack on somebody, make sure that they don't re-listen to the show and hear all the shit that you say. Yeah. You know? Okay. Right. Right? Well, you know, I'm on did. every episode. I'm on every episode, so they can all listen to me and say what they want to she say. T- but that was that was the reason with Cheryl. That was that was the reason. 
But it's only it's only it was only three. It was him and and her and and, and another girl. That's it. Well, not I'm anybody not else. Even I didn't really know most of the people, you know, that were in your group because I never was in those games. So I really right. didn't know all those other people. Right. Right. Well, I'm not asking. I don't care to know. That one just sort of slipped out weeks ago, and and I went to Steve and asked, "Did you know that?" And he's like, "Nope, I had no idea." We're well, Steve, like, you were in that conversation. You can remember. Oh, what in particular? <laughs> when we had that when that last fight with um with Daniel. And she was on that. It was so stupid. I mean, the whole thing was so dumb. That was a celebrity Big Brother. That was when all that shit went down. Oh. And he was um, mad at and and he was mad at you guys that you didn't take up for him. Yeah, it had to do with. Uh, a Tamar Braxton. It was so dumb. Tamar Braxton and Rachel Riley. That was the big thing. And how terrible this. is me to compare Tamar to Rachel? That was the terrible thing that I did, and he was just appalled by it. I will <laughs> say this. I will say this. Anything in whispers, anything <clears throat> on our podcast, if anyone ever has an issue or a problem, my door is always open to be contacted about it. I'm not someone that sits up on this pedestal in front of everyone and I don't listen and I don't watch. I do. I understand it. I get it. I've been there. I know how it works. So the thing is, if you have an issue, if you have a problem, no matter if it's on a podcast, or if it's in any of the whispers groups, you just need to come to me and tell me, and I will listen. I may not agree with you, but I will listen. Well, that's why he was so mad at you, because when you re-listened to the show, you said she didn't say anything terrible. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Because he he hated Tamar Braxton so much. He absolutely (laughs) hated her for some reason. And the fact that I said, well, I mean, can't you see the things you're saying, that Rachel did those things, you know, some of those things too, and he was just appalled. How dare I'm comparing, and she's a friend of the show and a good friend of his. Everyone was such a good friend of his, which was such BS, too. Yeah, You know, how dare me say these things because it's their good friend. And it's like, I'm allowed to have my opinion. Right. Well, Rachel had had been on the show, and that's fine. But I do remember that specifically, Kansas. And I, I do know that Steve will remember this because... I was not on that podcast. I didn't hear it. I heard about it. I heard your issue with it against him, and he was a mod. I went to Steve, and I told him, 
I think I need to listen to this. And he said, yeah, go ahead. And he did. I, I, I listened to it, and I went back to him, Kansas. I went back to him, Kansas, and I told him he was out of line. And he didn't like it. No, he didn't. He didn't like it at no. all. No, he didn't. But that's what I did. That's how I handled the issue. I was not even there, but I went back and listened to the pod to hear what was going on with one of our mods, and I went and told him he was wrong for what he was doing and saying. And yeah, that, and honestly, I think that's that. I think that's part honestly, of why Steve, that was the first step. That was the first step to him leaving. Exactly, because we wouldn't have his back, so to speak. Yeah. Well, he, 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 he and, years ago he felt the same way with me when they threw him out of that other group, and he was mad at me that I was still calling into that show. And I and I said to him, well, why shouldn't I call into the show? I didn't have any problems with them. Well, they did all these terrible things to me. Why would you call? And I said, because I like them. Right. Well, the whole thing, Kansas, was when that happened, Steve just told you the truth about it. When I confronted him and talked to him about it, he came at me. He came at Steve. And he jumped on us. He jumped on us, accusing us of not having his back. His back, yeah. And I told him, I told him, Daniel, if you're right, I will have your back to the end. But you're not right about this. And... And that I mean, was, that is, that's the way he is, because, like I just said, years before, he was upset at me that I was still calling into that other show, because, the, you know, they wronged him, so why, why am I still calling in there? And I'm thinking, first, you know, and I didn't say this to him, but I'm thinking to myself, well, why shouldn't I call in? It's not like you're my best friend. You know, I just know yeah. you, we get along. It's like, why can't, I'm thinking this to myself, why the hell can't I call into them? Right. That's your argument with them, not mine. Right. And I think I think this should tell everyone that Jim don't care if you're a mod or not. If you're wrong, he'll tell you that you're wrong. If you're not, he will back you to the end. And our long-term mods have seen that. For years. How many times? How many times have you? How many times have you told me that I was wrong? <laughs> in the past. In the past. But Jen, I never was nasty to Cheryl. You know that. I never was mean to her. I never was. JB, never. JB, I never what, did JB. anything to her. JB, what day of the week is it so I can add it up? <laughs> I told him off, but I never, I, I never, I, I just knew what she did. I kept it under wraps, but I never was, was I ever nasty to her? 
No, that's why it was such a shock to me. I gave her respect. Yeah, that's why it was such a shock to me. But did I, I like, see her as my as a, you know as, as a kind from? of friend after that? No, not at all. Yeah, I, I saw was her like, as somebody very two faced. But like I said, it wasn't just me that she's done that to. She's done that. She did that to others too. Okay. And see, that's what I was saying, Kansas. That's one of the reasons it shocked me, because I didn't see that. I didn't know her as that. (laughs) I kept it under wraps. I saw her as being such a loyal person to everyone. I didn't see that. I didn't know it. She's pretty two-faced. Obviously. But it wasn't just myself, you know. I mean, when you see you see it with other, it's not just a me thing. She did it with other people too. Yeah. Well. All right, we've only got about two minutes left, people. If you want to get any final thoughts in before we say our good night, until next Thursday night when we're approaching merge. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you, everybody. Yep, everybody have a good rest of your week and weekend. And, I mean, also, what what uh, holiday do we have coming up Monday? Is it uh, Columbus Day, maybe? Veterans, or, or is it Columbus Day? Thanksgiving for me and Canada. <laughs> I don't know. I think Melissa we need to come Steve, up with. Melissa Steve, I'm missing tomorrow's show already. I think I, I think we need to have. I think we need to have a whispers holiday. <laughs> Maybe that's hmm. what it is. Whispers holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kansas, there's no yeah, show we'll tomorrow night because I'll be. I at miss, home I coming. already. I miss it already. Believe me, I looked forward to those Friday shows. Yeah. They were fun. But. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother's coming, so you're going to get yeah. more of them. You're going to get I'll more of them. I'll be there with Elzon. Good, 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 I'm excited. Good. That'll be fun. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. See you next Thursday night when we're getting closer to the merge. And everyone, post, post, post. Have fun. Get along. Don't flame each other. Respect each other. (laughs) Don't fight. Stay healthy. Yeah, leave that crap for offline. When you come on here, just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Stay well and happy.